All right, we're back by demands. It's one of your favorite segments so far, sponsored by Citizen Free Press. It's when we go on the website and we give our commentary. I give my commentary, I guess I should say. But today, I've got the honors of having a very, very special guest joining us. Let's bring in Kane. He is the mastermind behind CFP. Kane, thanks for jumping in today and joining in on the commentary. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, this is going to be, people have no idea what this segment is going to turn into if we do this over time. But I think we yeah. should call it Cracking Jokes at CFP, Brianna Cracking Jokes at CFP Headlines. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so I'm here, and here's the good thing. I want to lay it out for people. So I hate doing interviews, generally. Why? Because it destroys my productivity. If I do, tw like yesterday I did, I did the Charlie Kirk show was like, it's always 30 minutes in the middle of the day. I have to disengage myself from the stack 15 minutes early. Go get the laptop set up because my giant 27-inch monitor doesn't have a built-in microphone, etc. So I have to do all that. It takes me out of the flow. And so now what people don't realize is Brianna figured out how to just call me. So now I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the control chair. I don't have to get up and... And uh, and so I think this will work better. So I'm re I'm ready to uh, laugh at some of our headlines. <laughs> well, listen, honestly, I'm on board with this completely because if I can make this as easy as possible to annoy you, I'm game. So Correct. we're to have you on. And if anybody has any ideas for this segment, like names that you guys want us to call this segment, feel free to drop a comment below. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And we're going to figure it out. We're kind of just testing the waters a little bit and trying to throw around some names. So if you've got a better su suggestion, just drop it in the comment line and we will give it a look. Uh, all right, so let's head over to the CFP website right now. Kane, that's where I am. And I'm seeing that there's some lawfare going on. Democrats plan Trump's immunity appeal to Supreme Court. These are the four scenarios. You've just recently posted this article from justsecurity.org. Says, how long will Trump's immunity appeal take? And then they're analyzing all of it for us. So, Kane, break this down for us, because obviously they want to speed up this process because they want to interfere in our upcoming presidential election. So what's this all about? Yeah, it's about wish casting. So when you do a job like you do or I do all day long, we're reading leftist media, right? Because that's where all the money is. That's that's where all the people work. So. We sort of have to take these sources as they are. And I always try for people who wonder, because I'm linking to all kinds of different sources, you know, for people who wonder, I it's it's because conservative media doesn't really cover breaking news. They very often just don't have the journalists to do this in-depth stuff. So what this is, is I call it Democrat lawfare. It's it's lawfare taking a look at, at four different scenarios for the Trump immunity appeal to the Supreme Court. And what's, there's a couple of things before we get into it. What's interesting is just how quickly they fired this thing out, which shows you how much yeah. they're paying attention to it. I mean, you and I know, Bree, from being on Twitter all day, the whole left, all they do is fantasize. All they've been doing is fantasizing about putting Trump in prison for, you know, the last, let's say, seven years, basically since he, he came to power. So this is just another example and, and I actually recommend people, if they're into this stuff, read this article because it does do a good job of laying out these four different scenarios based on how the Supreme Court responds uh, to Trump's appeal. Um, but what's, what's interesting and what I put up in a second headline is just that 
they completely they left out one thing you know one huge thing which is the supreme court is taking up that obstruction of an official proceeding charge and i noticed in your really excellent interview with jeff clark yesterday which is in the cfp stack right now by the way jeff talks about that obstruction ruling and to quickly bring people up there's over 300 j6ers who are currently in jail right now convicted on this very strange charge it was originally an accounting charge that was brought up in the Enron scandal, and it's been shifted by Matthew Graves and the J6 people to, you know, to whatever, to what happened at the Capitol. So anyway, that's, to, as you and I both know, Bree, that is two of the four charges against Trump in the Jack Smith case. They're both related to that obstruction of an official proceeding. And here's the, the last interesting point in that. It wasn't Trump people going to the Supreme Court. It was J6 people who, oh, I, I forget, I think maybe Nathan Fisher was the, is the defendant's name who uh, brought this case. And the Supreme Court, you know, took it up really quickly. So court watchers uh, have said that that's a good sign that they, they probably agree with the plaintiffs that this is a ridiculous charge, should have nothing to do with January 6th. So I'll wrap it up and throw to you uh, just by saying, it's a good article. People should read it. Um, but, you know, but some stuff is left out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to send, you know, the audience right now over to CFP's website. So citizenfreepress.com to check that one out. Uh, it's purple right now in the stack. So that might make it a little easier for you guys to spread yeah, it out. Yeah, it's right at the top. And yeah. Bree, if I can interrupt you, a couple quick things for people who are new to the site. I just want to explain it. What it is, is I get up every morning between eight and nine, sit down in a chair and I start banging out headlines from basically nine until about one or two in the morning. So anytime you come encouraging new readers, everything new is going to be at the top. Now, sometimes I move things down four or five slots, right? If I have a really important story at the top, so a new one will go a little bit lower. But for the most part, everything's at the top. So people, you can load it on your phones. There are no photos and no ads on the site. There never have been ads. So it loads super quickly. Um, so anyway, back to you, you want to go down and I just wanted people to know what they're seeing. So you can visit and you're always going to know the new stuff is at the top. That's basically what I wanted to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's so important too, about your website. I think people need to realize that you, you don't place ads and you also don't, you, the websites that have annoying ads, you, you don't push people to them, um, <laughs> which I greatly appreciate because there's a lot of people out there who have some really obnoxious ads and I'm glad we agree on yeah. that. Yeah there because they don't yeah the in fact i they don't and i do people should pay attention like there's a couple of links to washington post in the first 10 in the stack right now for example but if they look they'll notice they're actually going to a cache it's a it's a it's a google cache of the washington post page so we're giving no traffic to washington post everything goes to this google cache so i do my, yeah i absolutely i spend every link that i do i go that's from sort of a source i don't like i you know, I, I sort of find alternate ways. And this is a good opportunity to explain this too, because I get a lot of, I get occasional criticism in my open thread, like, Kane, why are you linking to Yahoo so much? Why are you linking to these sources? Here's why. Guess what, yeah. people? Reuters is paywalled. Wall Street Journal is paywalled. New York Times is paywalled. Daily Beast is paywalled. The Guardian is sometimes paywalled. The Telegraph is always paywalled. But all of those stories are generally free on Yahoo. So just so people understand, that's why I use that source. So yeah. that's well, it. This is that. good. This is 
Yeah, it is important. And it's good that you're giving me a chance that I can sort of speak to my readers because I'll, I'll post this video later tonight and people can watch it and then I won't get criticized so much. So that would be nice. <laughs> I mean, listen, it makes sense. I don't like giving these people credit too sometimes, but sometimes you just don't have an option to do so. And you could only yeah. have so many conservative sources like you cited. So it's okay. I mean, we got to do it. But also I think it's important too, because I often will watch like the opposition um, today on my Twitter. You have to. You have to. You have to because you could understand what the news cycle is heading by just looking at that. Uh, a great example of yeah. that I posted on my Twitter page today, CNN. So they're going out there and they're all talking, MSNBC, all these hacks are telling you that uh, that uh, Tucker Carlson's treason is for uh, for for going to, to interview Putin. And they're saying all these names and whatnot about him. But then there was like a little seven second clip that I caught from CNN openly admitting to they themselves trying to get Putin to sit down to do an interview with them. And they were upset because Putin right. sat down with them. So I found that little second, seven second clip. I pulled it so you guys don't have to go to CNN's website and then you could just watch it for yourselves. But ultimately, yeah, it's it's garbage, but it actually, this actually goes well with our next story. Because speaking of Tucker um, and snowflakes, you've got on your website right now that the EU snowflakes want to slap sanctions on Tucker Carlson. How dare he talk to Putin? And that's such a great, timely piece, considering everything that's going on right now with him. Uh, but like you described, yeah. they want to slap the sanctions because they are snowflakes. But they don't—they want to control the narrative, especially about Ukraine. And that's what's so important here. Because, And we'll get to the Ukraine story, too, that's on your website, too, right now. But ultimately, they're upset with Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson's going to be asking questions that will likely debunk the mainstream media narrative. Isn't that likely? Tuck, uh, Tucker, gosh, Kane, sorry, wrong person. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, it's everything that you said. Um, and it's what's insane about that. And I'm trying to pull it up from the site. Charlie Kirk tweeted yesterday that the last um, the, and I have to type one hand while I do this, but he tweeted that the last interview that mainstream media did was NBC News in 2021. And their reporter, and I forget his name, but the reporter went to Moscow and interviewed Putin and there was no outrage in, you know, in regime media and leftist Twitter. Um, yeah. There was no outrage in Europe because a, an NBC news reporter interviewed Putin. I mean, how could we people have no, you know, young people really have no idea how it used to be. We always used to interview um, people involved, you know, foreign presidents, foreign leaders involved in wars that we didn't agree with. Um, when you go back through the last 75, three, 75 years of history, of broadcast history, it's so it's incredibly crazy that, you know, it just sort of fits their cancel culture thing, doesn't it, right? Like, yeah. if once someone's a bad person, then no one's allowed to talk to them. So Putin's a bad guy, which I actually agree with. I'm no fan of Putin. I, I actually could care less about the entire Putin, you know, Zelensky thing. I, you know, I, so yeah, so it's, it's insane that they that these EU Parliament people would even discuss this idea of sanctioning Tucker. But you know, you and I aren't surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised because they don't they don't want you talking to the other side because they like to control the narrative. And ultimately, they don't get to control it when you're actually talking straight to the source, which I think is extremely important. And ultimately, too, I mean, they they, they continue to deny and keep pushing forward that we need to keep dumping more money into Ukraine. And you've got another story on your website 
uh, which I will bring our audience attention to. I think I've got it. Here we go. So you have now tagged, uh, I guess you're sending your audience over to a Dave Sachs tweet, David Sachs tweet. And ultimately he's reporting that there was a, another report regarding the CIA director Burns uh, warning Zelensky to stop stealing mm -hmm. so much money. Also Zelensky's subordinates were upset that he was taking too large, uh, too large a cut for the spoils. And so ultimately it looks like here we have people calling out Zelensky for taking money that they're begging us for. They're begging the American people for more money. And it's heartbreaking, Kane, because we keep seeing all these videos of all these poor Ukrainian soldiers getting slaughtered out there. And my heart just breaks for them because they don't have to be out there, right? We could sit there. We could go to the negotiation table. We can negotiate a deal to end this war now. But the problem is, is these people don't want to end it because they're profiting like crazy off of it. So ultimately, there's no incentive yes. for them to do so. Yeah, the, the military industrial complex. And you're right about negotiations. You're dead on right. And if you remember, it was in the first month after the conflict began, you know, 18 months ago, almost two years ago. In the first month, there was a peace deal. And I actually did a story in the stack not long ago about how they were meeting privately and that, that peace deal was scuttled. And that's going to be the deal they end up doing when this thing ends. But yeah, great eye, of, great eye on your part, by the way, to draw attention to this story, because here's the deal. The the uh, Seymour Hersh substack is paywall, and there's no way around it. Even, you know, I know every method, and there's no way around it. So I haven't been able to link that to people. But that David Sachs tweet pulls out, you know, the really important quote from it, which is basically the CIA director flew to, flew to Kiev specifically to meet with Zelensky to tell him, stop taking so much money. We know how much you're diverting. So anyway, that's just, that's, that's nice. astonishing. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yeah. stuff. So you know, it. one thing I can already tell, I can already tell, uh, Bree, is you and I are going to, especially me, I'm going to have to work on giving short answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blowing this whole segment talking. <laughs> yeah. We don't but have time least, for it. It'll just be this way. Yeah, yeah. And it'll just be this way because I wanted to explain a few of those things to my readers and stuff. So I won't do that in a future in a future yeah. discussion. But I think we could do this a couple of times a week. I enjoy it. So anyway, if, if we have more time, I'm ready to talk about more. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Cause I think this is interesting. I think they want to get your your insight and, and get my, you know, commentary where I laugh at my own jokes because I'm worried that no one's laughing at home. You're right. Okay, Kane, I want to get to this next story because this one really upset me. This one, it, it really highlights <laughs> how bad the economy is under Joe Biden. So I went to Taco Bell the other day and I don't really eat fast food often. But when I went to Taco Bell, a steak chalupa supreme. So one taco cost me $5, $5. I mean, I remember it being like $3 back in the day. Like it was a premium item, but it wasn't that expensive. And I remember, you know, back in college when I was with my friends, we would be, you know, dirt broke because we were in school. So we'd gather all of our change together and we'd get an 85 cent uh, chicken burrito that they had. It was amazing. <laughs> and that's what we would do before we went out at night. But you can't do that in Joe Biden's America anymore. He's ruined the dollar menu. And you're highlighting that in another story on your website. And ultimately, it is now $3 for single McDonald's hash brown. How outrageous is that, Kane? I just think it's hilarious to think because so many of us did the late night Taco Bell runs in college. And <laughs> and you're right. Joe Biden, Joe Biden just killed our dream. He just killed the dream of every young 18-year-old kid who was looking forward to getting drunk with his friends on campus and going to Taco Bell. Yeah, I don't know. 
five dollars. I'm like you. I, I avoid. I'm older now, so I avoid all the uh, all the fast food that I can. But yeah, five bucks, three dollars for a hash brown. I'm not paying it. Are you paying it? You probably no. you were probably hungry, so you probably paid it. <laughs> if you so here's how you save money in Joe Biden's America when you're when you're getting fast food. Now I don't recommend fast food because it's horrible for you, but if you're gonna do it, do it right and download the, the fast food <laughs> apps. So they have McDonald's apps where before you place your order, you could place it on the app and it will give you discounts. So every now and then you could get a free hash brown. But I don't know how long it's gonna last if they're gonna start raising up these prices of three dollars for a hash brown. But uh, definitely download these yeah. apps and try your best to get free incentives. But don't eat fast food though, again, because that's not good for you. <laughs> hey, Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Do you know the one area of our of our society that has had zero inflation in the last eighteen months? Jo uh, Hunter Biden's. This artwork. is a joke. You're supposed to say no. I have no idea. <laughs> the answer is journalist salaries. People don't understand why we journalists care about about McDonald's and Taco Bell pricing. But it's because there's no money in journalism, and especially in independent journalism. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And, but we're lucky to have jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, some of them, I mean, some of them don't deserve raises. Um, they actually deserve to be terminated, some journalists. But otherwise, the rest of you who are really good and I like, uh, yeah, you definitely deserve your raise. We were actually joking, too. On a lot of these sub stacks, I remember when I used to subscribe and support other independent journalists, it was like $5, $6 for a sub stack. Inflation's even gone right. there. Some people are charging like eight dollars, nine dollars. I'm like, okay, guys, let's calm it down a bit. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's sad. You want to support everyone, but you're like, okay, I just don't want to go broke. So let's figure out a better way to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, my and we my appreciate it. Yeah. About what were you going to say about your Substack, which is no, good, by the way. Excellent. It's remained the same price, and I still give out my stories. I don't charge people for my stories, so it's always been free. So. Um, Inflation That's hit the me, way but... to do it. That's the way to do it. You, Don Server, other smart, intelligent, thinking individuals realize that you should never put a wall, a paywall on your Substack. Just at yeah. the bottom, say, hey, people, this is how I survive. I need the money actually to pay my rent, and I'll keep producing this awesome journalism. And in your case, it's always following up to the FBI or DOJ for comment. For yeah. pe people who don't know, Brie is the queen. She is the literal journalism queen for trying to get the FBI and DOJ to comment on these ridiculous stories that come out. And and she's fearless and she's hilarious. And she contacts them and they never respond, but they always know that Bree is gonna be there looking for it. So yeah. the point being you do the Substack right. We all we all really appreciate reader support and listener support. And it's how it's how conservative journalists stay alive. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And uh, speaking of reaching out for comment, and you know, I do the FOIA request too. Uh, later this week, we're going to announce yep. uh, I've got some good lawsuits coming up. So I'm going to be filing some lawsuits against these three letter agencies who don't want to comply. And so uh, it's going to get good. But yeah, like you said, they don't want to respond. Sometimes when they do, they put their foot in their mouth. Like if you're like DHS and TSA, yeah. you accidentally send me my own email, like when you're talking about me saying that I'm an unfavorable reporter, and then you beg me not to post it. And then you like, publish you know? it. <laughs> and then <laughs> you publish it, it 30 viral. minutes later. And then you call me, you're like, hey, you got to see this story. <laughs> it's hilarious. Then I throw it up in the stack on CFP, and then the person regrets that they ever even answered your email.
So, oh, yeah. it's so great. Yeah, they don't really answer it's much these days. Thing. DH, DHS asked me last time, like, what outlet are you with? And I said, no one. I'm independent, but I used to work for Fox, Newsmax, and, and name the other local news stations. And they're like, thank you. And right. that was the end of the email. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so they're not She's bad news. Yeah, they're She's not bad fans. news. It's it's kind of sad. So let's this wrap is, it up with this last good story because I like this one, yeah. right? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Okay. Now, we're, we're going to play a clip later in the show of Ted Cruz. Actually, we did play a, a clip later on in the show from Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz pretty much saying that it's time for Mitch to go. Obviously, the rest of us in America yeah. have had enough of this man. Uh, how much longer do you yes. think this man has a shelf life for? Because he looks like he's deteriorating before our eyes. But is he going to still last? Is he going to be <laughs> the face did, of the you, did you catch any of his live did you catch any of his live speech yesterday on the floor i try to ignore them but um what did i miss yeah well, <laughs> well whatever i just had it up but what i was you notice right we know he's had these freezing episodes in public two of them so i kept thinking okay because there was no one behind him in the senate on the senate floor absolutely no one and i think that was on purpose they wanted to act like they were so confident that he wouldn't freeze but I guarantee you that just off camera, there were two or three Senate aides just waiting to go in and grab him. Um, so yeah, how, how long do I think he'll last? I think one more freezing episode would knock him out. So there's an answer. I, the guy is, he's, you know, he's the thing that never dies. Like the idea that, that the turtle is still the speaker of the Senate or not speaker, but uh, Republican leader of the Senate is astonishing. So I don't, I'm not, less than six months, that would be nice. Would you, I'd be happy about that. So there's yeah. my answer. Yeah, I'm hoping a little bit quicker than less than six months, like maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see. And especially with Ronna McDaniel. I mean, she, New York Times reported that she was going to resign. And then now she's saying, oh, no, I'm not going to resign. I'm focused. And uh, it's just a whole bunch of garbage. So, I mean, I hope the door doesn't hit her on the way out, either Mitch McConnell, too. I mean, we need some serious changes. And unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't. It also doesn't help when Congressman MacAids, who I dearly do uh, enjoy, like, enjoy hearing from him and his commentary on things, when he pushes people like Speaker McCarthy to be chairman of the RNC, doesn't help either. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. That was a giant troll, though. That was a giant, giant troll. He was basically saying yeah, so. that everything that the McCarthy's good at, which is fundraising and schmoozing and shaking people's hand and not doing anything productive, that those are all the qualities that are needed in an RNC chair. So, so I give, I put that clip, up, I mean, excuse me, I put that tweet up as well from Gates. So yeah. I just, I know he was, I know he was messing with us. I'm sure it had to be uh, trolling. We hope, because I, I think very highly of that man. <laughs> so we shall yeah. see. All right, Kane, I'll let you get back to your stack because I know there's a lot going on. This news cycle has been insane. So thank you for jumping on with us. We greatly appreciate it. I think this was a success, a resounding success for a future segment. So I enjoyed it, and uh, I'll, we'll uh, next time there'll be more jokes. I pr that's my promise to the audience: more jokes. More jokes. So more have jokes. a great we day. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Game. We appreciate it. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. 
It's kirkelliotphd.com slash Brianna. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them. (laughs) 